there's a very fine line between influence and manipulation. Influence is the ultimate outcome is for that person you're helping. Ultimate outcome, you have to really go the layers deep. It's not because you need to make a commission. It's not because you need to take care of your family and all these things. And yes, that might sound altruistic, but it's what is it for their outcome? Manipulation, fine line, is that when you are doing these, these tactics, these strategies, this, this blueprint, but it's for your outcome at the end. Hey, it's Emily here. You know that uniqueness you have? I call it the it factor. We all have it, but some of us either really need to identify it or start to empower it. This show is all about giving you the lessons, tools, and principles I've learned after building a nine-figure sales organization, training leaders around the globe, and working alongside of some of the most influential people in this world. So now it's time to de-plug from your outside world and plug into your new world here. Let's dive in. One of the top questions I get is, Emily, how do I become more influential? How can I gain influence? Influence so I can sell more, so I can lead a team, influence even in relationships. I hear this question all the time. So I decided to go to my dearest friend, my love, And I decided to bring him on the show so he could give us some tips, some tricks on how we can become more influential and really master the game. So I have Jake Havron here. He's a life and business strategist. He's crushing it in the coaching space, in the speaking space, and even his own show. So Jake, welcome to the show. (laughs) Well, I'll say this right now. I don't get butterflies too often, but just hearing that it was uh, quite special. And talking about influence, I think we definitely need to talk about how I was able to influence and be with such an amazing woman like you. And I think we're going to dive into that today. (laughs) (laughs) You're making me blush. Okay. Absolutely. I, I, I wanted you to come on today because you know this, we get this question all the time. All the time. And I'm like, enough is enough. Like, come on in, tell me about your blueprint. Because I know when you speak in workshops, whether it's a real estate agency, wherever it is that you're teaching coaching training, you tend to always talk about your blueprint. And so let's let's give the people the goods today and share with them some of your uh, tips and tricks. Absolutely. Well, you know, influence is one of those things that you can hear and it could be very generalized, like you should be a good person. You should, you know, lead by example, all these things that just get regurgitated generation after generation. And that's not what this is all about today. And I think that's why we're on here. And I've, you know, really learned through experience, through uh, compressing decades into days of learning from our greatest mentor, Tony Robbins, from other sales masters like Jordan Belfort, people know him as the Wolf of Wall Street, from, you know, people that are just in this field. And I've really compressed that down into this thing that's called the blueprint of of human influence. Mm. And this is where people, and I got to say this real quick, before we go into all these tips, if you have ill intentions, you shouldn't learn these things because this Mm. is like literally a blueprint, whether you use it good or bad, just like money. Money is a a tool. You could be a good person, do more good things or bad and 
You know, mm. do, so what you're saying is you could learn the tips and tricks how to become more influential and you could use it if your values aren't in the right place to manipulate yes. people. We've all had that happen before, right? Absolutely. Okay. And, and, and a lot of people you know, listening right now will be like, well, I'm not a bad person. But there's a very fine line between influence and manipulation. Influence is the ultimate outcome is for that person you're helping ultimate outcome. You have to really go the layers deep. It's not because you need to make your commission. It's not because you need to take care of your family and all these things. And yes, that might sound altruistic, but it's what is it for their outcome? Manipulation, fine line, is that when you are doing these, these tactics, these strategies, this, this blueprint, but it's for your outcome at the end. Mm. So I want to just challenge people right now that when you listen to this, dive in, we're going to get very tactical. And that's why yeah. we're on this show here today to, to get tactical, to get strategic. But I'm giving you the blueprint of, of human influence. If I give you the blueprint to build a house, you could either build a sanctuary or a prison, mm. right? The blueprint will teach you how to do it. It just depends on who you are mm. as a human. So I just wanted to make that very, very clear about this idea of influence versus manipulation. Yeah, I love that. So important. And I think sometimes too, you know, people think like, oh, I want to become influential. So like, is that popularity? Is that like, do I need to be popular to have influence? Like, how does that go hand in hand? Do I need to have and obtain a great amount of success to be influential, which is definitely not the case. Like I remember starting my business yes. when I was 23 years old yes. and I was being mentored by a 33 year old and I was overhearing her on a phone call talking to one of her buddies who she crush, crushed it with in mortgage real estate. And the guy I overheard the whole conversation was like, why on earth are you working with a 23-year-old and investing time in her? And I remember her saying she has influence. Mm. Now, mind you, I was driving a purple Saturn, sleeping on a mattress on the floor, right? So this is really what I want to impress upon yes. people is that influence isn't just about how you look, how you sound. It's the last thing. It's the last thing. So let's dive in. Yeah. Well, you're such a great example on that. And let's trust me, we're going to get very, very tactical, but People look at you now, half a million followers, wherever it is at this point, you, you look amazing, you're, you're so beautiful, I could go on and on about you. Um, but they have to be reminded about 23, when you were just had no followers, 900 followers on Facebook or whatever it was, it's you were able to have this influence ability. And so that's actually gonna be in the first thing that we talk about, which is understanding the science of influence. And really there's two things you should know about, pressures and motivators. Okay, so the first thing about pressures, there's internal pressure and external pressure. Every single human, if you have breath in your lungs, mm. oxygen in your lungs, and you are alive and well, these things work for you. These things are you. You're human. That's why it's optimization of the blueprint of human influence, not blueprint of sales, not blueprint of anything else. This is if you're a human, this works. So you have these pressures. And internal pressure versus external pressure, you have to ask yourself, what motivates you? Are you the type of person that makes decisions internally? Like you have this innate desire, like maybe when you were a massage therapist and you had this point where you were a breaking point, you got exposed to this opportunity of this business, but what was the thing that made you go over the edge? Was it you knowing that this is the calling for you to have this next step to your success and you believe in it? Or... Was it what the person was telling you? 
Were they saying, mm. these products are amazing, the compensa compensation plan is incredible? And right. actually, I should ask you, what the was pitch. your what was your pressure that you felt? Was it more of an innate calling or was it more of like you heard the perfect thing for you? I think it was a bit of both because I bought into the person. Mm -hmm. She had more influence over me. And I always say this, the person with the most influence wins. The person with the most conviction about whatever it is that they're pitching, selling, always wins at the end of the day. But, it, you know, in this particular instance, it was definitely this innate, it was, it was a heart set thing. It was like, I must do this. And when all the, the stuff on paper, the numbers, the figures, the stats, I would love to be like, oh yeah, that, that, that's what sold me. But I didn't know if the company was going to be here tomorrow. I truly didn't know that. But what I did know is I felt that inner guidance of saying, go do this. You need to do more for your life. And it was, it was definitely a, a pull mm -hmm. for me. And no person is 100% one or the other. So there's balance. So for someone that's in sales leadership right now, this is good to understand because one, for your own motivation and, and how you work, but also for other people, you have to listen to when you're sitting down with someone, you have to listen to how do they describe their life, their situation. They say, I just need to know what's going to be the thing that works. I don't care about what testimonies there are or whatnot. If you hear that, you know they're more of an innate. They just need to have the feeling. They need to know it. Or if they say, you know what? I make my own decisions. I don't mm. care about anyone else, right? I don't need to talk to my spouse. If I know this is a good fit, we're moving forward. Right. Oh, so you know that they're more of an internal type of pressure where they motivate themselves internally. So when you speak to them, these are the cues. So as you're listening to this right now, you have to understand and listen okay, they're more internal. So let me start speaking like, well, what do you feel about this? Mm. You know, if you made this decision, how do you see yourself with moving forward? Like, how does your life look like? Instead of like, if they were more external, they would be more of, you would ask, well, how does, um, how would your spouse look at this? You know, mm. like, or what do you think like your, your spouse would be saying to help you make this decision to move forward? Mm. Right. So this is very important to understand. Would external be more like analytical? Externals more of they need external things to make help them make a decision. Okay. So they need if you could tell that they need testimonials. So they say I need to see the facts. Right. Well, Data. I, need, I need to understand this. So they yeah. you gotta have testimonials ready. Right. You gotta have like a brochure. They need to be perceived from external things. And like I said, it's a balance. So you might have these people. If you're listening right now, you might have these people where they say, "Show me everything," and then you show them it all. They hear it all, but then they just hold off. And they're like, I thought I showed everything. You said this was amazing. But it's because even though they portray themselves as an external person, they really need that internal drive. Mm -hmm. So when you have that and you catch that, you would say something along the lines of like, let me ask you this. For you to make a decision, do I need to show you everything you need to see? Or do you just have to have that gut instinct that, that you know this is right? Mm -hmm. what, what calls to you more? And then they'll tell you. Yeah. And this is the power of questions, right? Yeah. So I'm really just kind of like getting super granular on this because this is the science of influence. This is, this is so powerful. It's like I'm having epiphanies as, as you're explaining this yes. right now because I have done uh, probably thousands of meetings, thousands, sit downs, you name it. And it's so true. Some people, I've had people like, take the catalog and go, I don't need to see all this. Mm -hmm. I know. I believe in you. Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and the, but then I've had people that are like doctors or they're like 
they, 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 they're trying to put it together like a puzzle when I'm trying to pitch them a deal or whatever. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And I'm trying to like even read their face because sometimes it's like, are they, are they picking up on this? But it's just very interesting. And so, so how we master influence then you're saying is we ask great questions. And we've heard that before. Yeah. And, but this is really good though, to understand the the background of it. So then you can understand what kind of person that you're really working with. And that's what sales and influences this Mm. world today, just not to go off too off track, but America here today, and I know you have listeners all over the world, America is here today because someone knew how to influence a group of people to go across an ocean where they didn't know where the other side was, when they had somewhat of a certain safe life, but they had to influence them and know that their pain was so big that they had to show Mm. them a promising future. Mm. So this world moves by the influencers, the, the actual influential people. I wouldn't say the influencers. Influential people go through this world faster, quicker, but they're also the people that move this world fast. That's right. That's right. So good. So learning this. So so anyways, going back to um, the pressures, it's good to understand that people are having aha moments right now as you're, as you're hearing this. But the second type of thing to understand the science, and we'll, we'll go into the next one, is the type of motivator. And we've heard this before, pain or pleasure. Us humans, right? Now, we, every, we all have a soul. That's what I believe in. But we have this deeper calling soul. But our human psychology either goes towards pleasure or runs away from pain. Mm. We know that. But the thing is, is to understand that pain is only temporary and short-term goals. Okay? Pleasure is long-term. So the, the misconception people have, leaders, salespeople, is they're afraid to talk about the pain. They're afraid to go and disturb the hurt is what I call it. And I want to liberate someone right now and and know that it's okay to go disturb the hurt because you finding the hurt is what makes people move. If we weren't hurting enough over in, you know, across the pond, we wouldn't have created this new country. Mm -hmm. There had to be enough of a disturbance of hurt. Yeah. So give me an example like that. You know, I have a lot of sales people Mm -hmm. that watch this. So like, what would that look like in a meeting when you're trying to sell something? That's a something? great question. So when you're asking general questions of whatever your industry is, you're in real estate, what are you looking for? Why are you looking for this? The why question will often show this. Where you say, why are we sitting down here today? Or why are we looking at a house? Or why are you trying to lose the weight? And the why. And so when they share the why, well, you know what? We really need to get out of the neighborhood we're in mm-hmm. because our kids, they're just not safe there anymore. Or, you know what, I'm really looking forward to just getting absolutely shredded to feel my best self. What is that? If they say that, it's, is that a pain or a pleasure? If they want to get absolutely shredded, they want to feel like their best self. I want to look forward to something. Mm-hmm. They're looking for the pleasure. But if the same instance, you ask, why are you trying to lose this weight? They say, I am so sick of the way I feel. Uh, I, am, I, yeah. I, I cannot look at myself another day. I need to get better. Mm. When you catch this, this is, this is where it comes all into an aha moment. When you ask these questions, we know how to ask the why, right? Your listeners, yeah, yeah. They're, they're stars. But when you hear that they're more pain-oriented, they're trying to run away from the pain, right? the rest of the conversation and the sales and even the way you coach them is more tailored toward that, towards that. Right. So when they say, I'm, I'm, I don't ever want to look the way I do again, why is that? Oh my gosh. Okay. And so you go through that Mm. and say, and then when you get towards the closing and you want to close the Mm -hmm. deal, you say, Hey, look, do you see that if we use this product or you get this service or you get this house, do you see how that can help you never be in that place again? Yeah. More than 
Do you see how you're going to be shredded and fit and you're going to love your life? Yeah, that might be exciting for that person that's running away from pain, mm. but it'll be harder to close them. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That making sense? It, it makes so much sense. What I would say, especially for people that are new to you're new at sales, this, I remember this when I got this, when I stopped making it about me. Mm. And that's what we tend to do, especially if you're new. Yes. It's all about you. All you can think about is like, how am I going to like afford Whole Foods this month? Right. But when you're me centric, th that comes across even energetically. But when you're all about the person that you're in service to and you lean on the why and you can extract that and, and, and really find those pain points that's when you open up that level of trust. And so this is so good. And to understand if they're more pain-oriented or pleasure-oriented. There will always be a yeah. mix of both. But the one that they talk about more is the one you want to lean on. You want to lean into that. Because yeah. what we do as leaders and influential people, I don't want to just say salespeople. Salespeople have such a bad rap. And, and if I love salespeople. Listen, salespeople make the world go round. That's right. We're the people that are solution. We're the most paid, highest paid um, profession. Like... I love salespeople. And that's why you're at where you're at and, today. And I always, but I always tell people if you get a, when you hear sales, it, that's, that's on you. Yeah. You're probably broke. Like, well, look, I'm just going to tell you, <laughs> no, like it's that, you know, because salespeople that are doing it with dignity and offering a service yes. that works or hello, that's a gift. So I hope you think that way. Let me add into that. If you are someone that is struggling with the word sales or you get cringy, like be honest with yourself. This is, so I've had a couple people I've worked with one-on-one -on, -one on this. And all you do is, and you've taught this before, is you peel back the, the layers of the onion. Yeah. Why do you cringe? And they say, well, I don't know. I just think it's really bad. I've seen it. Well, what have you seen? Well, I've seen, you know, my dad buy this program and, oh, so then well, what, what was it about it? Well, this guy said all these great things and they promised all this. So you're going to get to that root cause mm. and then they're going to find out that they have this one cringy thought that is tied to one experience. Or maybe they got into some sort of mastermind that was all the money. That An experience. Could, bad ex all these, yeah. All these promises and they got burned and they realized, oh, they just used me. So now they're anchoring that if I do that, I'm going to look like I'm using people and all that. And then you can mm. just ask that question after once you get to that source. And I recommend if you mm. are struggling with this, you know that there's something deep down, ask those questions. You could do this yourself. Then really get real with yourself. If you think about, oh my gosh, it was three years ago is when I was about to buy a $10,000 program and it said they were going to do all these things. They said all these things and it didn't. Right. And ask that question is like, Am I really going to let this hold me back from the success I want to move forward? Mm. And be honest with yourself. Yeah. And if you will, then great. Maybe this is not your position. But if you are, you're going to look at that and be like, of course not. Mm. Okay. What can I do moving forward? This is the second question. What can I do moving forward that can make sure I don't do what they did? Mm. And that's being congruent with yourself. That's being not overhyping everything. That's uh, understanding the pain and pleasure of people. But I feel like that wasn't something I wanted to talk about. But I feel like there's someone listening right now that can do that process. For sure. And hopefully liberate themselves from this limiting belief they don't know that was yeah, there. Yeah, it's and huge. That process will Because you're never going to have influence if that's your deal. If you have, you know, negative subconscious beliefs around it. You're not, you're not, you're just not. And that's the process. People are like, well, how yeah. do I take away these subconscious yeah. beliefs? Peel the layer right. until it's that one right. moment. So anyways...
What else do you got in this oh, blueprint? I, I hope people are taking notes because I, I feel like this is almost like a masterclass. This is. That's why I love doing it. It's yeah. strategic. So the second point that I really want to touch on, on quickly is the three steps to influence. Okay. Everything is really just three steps in the most simplest form. Number one is you got to find what they want. Like everything of why are, why are you listening to this episode right now? Well, you probably want the next level of your mm. life, your success. Yep. You got to find it. So if they have a house that they're looking for, if you're in real estate, you got to find what they want, not what they need. Mm. Right? Yeah. People need to be healthy. People need to be financially abundant. People need all these things. But what do they actually mm. want? It's good. Right? The yeah. want is the, the emotional desire. Yeah. So you might know that they need to get a house, but that's why you got to ask quality questions. Yeah. Which we won't dive into here. But like, why are you looking for this house? You know, what is going to happen if we do not get you this house? And then they're going to say, I really want to have something where my kids just feel safe. Mm. Or I really just want a house that I could work from home because I got laid off. Yep. Or you found some deep emotional hurts. Yep. So you have to first find something. You always have to identify it. You got to know what is across the pond when you're mm. about to go create America and yep. find it. But the second part. And this is where a lot of people fall off and a lot of people get afraid is you got to disturb the hurt. You have to stir it up and disturb it. What? So you find what their want is and they say, I just really need a home that I can work and I need to uh, uh, have an office space. You found a deep emotional hurt. People that don't have the most amount of influence do not tap into that and basically stir it up. Because people that don't have a stirred up wound will not change. And I've had people in my family, and I, I, I just will say this personally, where they've been working for 40 years. Mm. They've been wanting so much more in their life. They've been wanting to maybe lose the weight. They've been maybe wanting to finally be around with their loved ones. But no one came around and stirred the wound enough. They might say certain things that might stir their own wounds, but they never really found the wounds of this person. And that's why they're still stuck in that same job, working that same nine to five, feeling absolutely crap every single day is because no one had the guts to look out for them and say, I'm going to find that wound. Mm. But the third part is they have to heal it. You cannot stir the wound, stir the hurt without giving them that solution. That's why congruency with what you offer has to be so clear. If you believe your products are the absolute best, wow. Okay. If you believe the house is the absolute best, or you can give them the best house, or even that you're the person that can find the best house if you're selling yourself, correct to them, you have to know that you can heal that wound, right? But a wound that is just barely scabbed over and not really gushing with blood or anything, not to get too gory, it really doesn't need a band-aid, right? It doesn't need to be healed. It'll heal naturally mm. over time. But if you properly have that wound opened. They, they see it, not just you, but yeah. they see it and they're like, oh my gosh, I need your solutions now. Mm. They won't make a decision. They'll be yeah. the ones that say, let me think about it. Yeah. I mean, there's- No, this is so good. And I even look at this in terms of leadership. Um, I know that you want to lead, you're leading a team or you're, even, you're leading a family. And I think, you know, influence and leadership go hand in hand. They absolutely do. And, you know, if, you know, when I'm, working with someone or even on this show, you know, I am trying to, like, I always say, I'm going to, I'm going to punch you. And then I'm going to hug you at the same time you do because, you know, it's, but that's, I believe a strength and how you gain more influence because it's not all airy, fairy, fluffy, duffy. No. We all have enough people in our life that are like that. 
So, you know, you can challenge people a little bit and, and prove that you can get the job done and really help people on a different level. Does, does that kind of make sense? Absolutely. With these? And you, you're yeah. so good at this. Look, I've watched you for over almost the past three years. I've seen you grow so much. It's been absolutely beautiful to see where you were and to where you are now. And one of the most amazing things you're good at is that you exactly like you said, you punch and then you hug. You, when you get on a call with someone, whether they want to, you know, join an opportunity, a partnership, you're going to do collab or whatever it is. You're not, you're not the type of person that says, oh, we should do this and we should do that. It's like, what do we need to do that you're not getting right now? And you get in there and you, you basically stir the hurt. You mm-hmm. disturb the wound, but you do it so elegantly. And, and that's something that's, it's a skill. And, and people listening right now, you know, especially you listening, like if this is something that you feel a little uh, cringe, a little t- tense around it's okay but if you were to internally look at your life let's say you just joined a new opportunity why why did you join that new company yeah why did you leave your nine to five yeah it's because probably your hurt got disturbed a little bit the yeah boss, the boss came in said some things that they shouldn't have said or they laid you off when they shouldn't have laid you off or you felt absolutely not taken care of and it's someone else did it whether they knew it or not, mm. and they came in and disturbed your hurt. You said, not another day, not another hour, not another moment. I'm done, and I'm going to go find my future. But you could have been stuck in that situation if someone didn't do that to you, whether they knew it or not. So imagine when you could take these skills. That's why I said it's very mm. important to be well-intentioned with this because now you understand, oh, my gosh, I need to first find the wants. Mm-hmm. I need to go deep on the wound. Not to be like, what's your problems? Right. Tell me about the pain. Like, yeah. no, there's, there's a little bit of charisma to it. Right. But dive into that and don't skip that because people yeah. want to first find the, the wants and then they just want to go to the solution. Yep. But how can you sell a solution if there's not a problem? Mm. So really just the mindset of that is so powerful and, and that will just change a lot of people's success in business just mm. from understanding that. Yeah, so good. Yeah. I love it. What else do you have for Are me? Are we just going to just keep going or what? I got plenty. Maybe, maybe like a couple more. Okay, a couple more. Awesome. Yeah. So there's this thing called the DVAC. The DVAC. The DVAC. You heard of the DVAC before? No. So it's actually an acronym, right? So it stands for Digital, Visual, Audible, Kinesthetic. Okay. Before, you you used to be just called the VAC. You got to, you know, go get your VAC. Um, But now it's the DVAC because of the way we understand how people work. Every single person in some sense has this within their human psychology. Like, let's think about this right now. If you're watching this on YouTube, you're probably more of a visual person. Yeah. Right? But then there's people that are like, no, I, I need to listen to it. I retain things better. I cannot read. I don't like reading. I want to listen to it more audible. There's people that say, you know what? I need to listen to it, but I need to be writing notes. That's me. They're kinesthetic. That's like church. That's what I do in church. Mm. Yeah. So, so that's how you retain better. You're yeah. kinesthetic, but also visual. You need to see it. Yeah. Right? But then the D, which is the digital... That's something where people need to see statistics, facts. They need to understand through um, seeing analytics, right? That's where recently in um, understanding human psychology, this became very prominent, especially with the technology age, that people need to see all these different things to be uh, influenced. So what does this mean to someone listening right now? When you understand the blueprint of human influence and you understand how people work, you can quickly pick up if they're either a digital person, mm-hmm. visual, audible, or kinesthetic. And I'll teach you in a second how to do that. The problem is that a lot of entrepreneurs are visual. 
So we believe if you don't learn, if you didn't know this, we believe because what we are means what is what they are. Yeah. So when we're trying to sell something, we're saying, picture this, look at this. What if they were a kinesthetic person and they need to be feeling it? And, and they need to be more poised or they're audible and they're very, you know, you ever, right. met, you ever met that person where they, you're sitting down with them and, and uh, they talk very articulated. Yeah. And you know what I'm looking for here today is something special, right? They're audible. What are they going to think about a high going energetic entrepreneur yeah. that talks like this because they have a thousand words, a thousand images yeah. in their head and they're trying to express it. They're going to go crazy. Yeah. Like that's why you got a mirror. I got a mirror. Yeah, I feel like I definitely learned that early on. And I, sometimes this word gets a bad rap, but I I can be a bit of a chameleon. And I mean that in the best of ways. Like, I know that I have to mirror whoever I'm with to, to try. And I'm not always perfect at it, but to try to speak to their, what did you call it? An HVAC? The DVAC. 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 <laughs> 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 Just never. No, no, no sponsorship <laughs> from them yet. <laughs> the DVAC. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So when you understand this, right, there's a lot of terminology and this is where people stay superficial. Like, oh, I understand what the DVAC is, but how does that implement into your life? When you're in the beginning phase of talking to this person, you're in the, the prospecting, they come into your office, you get on a call with them and you're listening to them. This, listen to how they describe what they want. This is so important because this will determine the rest of your conversation onward. Are they saying, you know, I'm really looking for this type of thing, or I want to see these types of results, or I, I want to, you know, yeah. be able to uh, see it to believe it. What mm. type of learner would they be? They, they need to see it. So visual, right? Visual, yeah. Boom. What if they come in and, and you will also notice the way they speak, if they're much more articulate, but they say, you know, I really would just love to hear my wife once to just say that she's impressed with me. Or, you know, I'm so sick of hearing this constant chatter of like people saying that I cannot do this business. But like if I'm able to just know it and hear finally that it's okay and I'm going to make this money, that would be a success to me. Mm. What kind of learner will they be? They need to hear it. The audio. Aud audible. Audible. Yeah. So and then kinesthetic. Same thing. You're just naturally conversating. A lot of, you know, you listening right now, I know you're great at questions already. This is a whole nother thing of like the quality of questions. But when they say, you know what, like, I want to feel like I'm at home. Like the way that things are matters so much to me. Like I want to be able to like open that door, walk in here yeah. and I'm going to be able to feel that air conditioner on me. Like it, and they're going to describe it that way. Which one are they? The kinesthetic. Just kinesthetic. Yeah. And then the last one is digital, which is, I just need to see the numbers. Like, honestly, like this product sounds great, all that, but I want to see how many people have been transformed. What's the average Would digital be ever be like social proof as well? Testimonials, social yeah. proof. Digital, even though it sounds like the word digital as in like our phone. Right. Digital means more of like, like numbers, analytics, statistics. But okay. that could be great credibility on, you know, because visual for social media is huge. But within the visual, you could also show graphs. I was going to say, so when I was getting my makeup done today, like we were talking about moving and going to different places. And I asked my makeup artist and hair artist, I said, where do you get your clients? And she's like, I do hashtags on Instagram and mm -hmm. I'm, I'm always sure to post, you know, my, my work. And I'm like, 
that's so awesome because like, even when, you know, I was living in Nevada and I was like, where do I get my nails done? I literally went to Instagram and like searched nails, Las Vegas. Mm -hmm. And if they didn't have a good profile of good testimonials, I had to see their work. Yes. And I'm like, oh no, that is not my style. You don't care about the testimonies as much. No, I needed to see what it looks like. How it feels. Yeah. The visual. Right. So why is this so important? so beautiful that you share this is oftentimes, most times, salespeople, leaders, influencers, we don't understand who that person is. We're sitting across from them. We think that they're just like us, which is great. It's, yeah. it's a beautiful thing. We should all see each other in the eyes, you know, as God sees us. And But you're going to miss out on a big opportunity to really speak in their language. It's almost like if we're on the show right now and I had all the best intentions, but imagine if I was speaking Spanish, right? You wouldn't understand me, but I'd be like, why don't you understand me? This is my language. Right. Your language is different. Right. So we have to speak this language through, through the DVAC concept. So when you find out what they are, now everyone is a mix of everything, okay? Right. But when you hear that, and especially if they talk fast and they're, they're very visual, every process moving forward throughout the entire sales process, mm. whether it's multiple meetups or not, you say key words such as like, how does this look to you? Right. You know, like, where do you see your family? when we are in this house, or what's gonna be uh, the first place you go to when you have this dream body? That is gonna be so key, because they're like, oh my gosh, I, I see this and I see that and all that. But if they're audible, you would say, how does that sound? Mm. Can, you, can, you, can you hear how like when you finally get this house, your wife, what, what would your wife say to you? What would yeah. your kids say to you? Yeah. That's when you start to speak their language. So if so you can good. master that, and and I, this is so much information. This is probably an episode we have to listen right. back, take notes. But the beautiful thing is, it's okay. You don't have to remember everything. This is all being planted in your subconscious yes. mind. So maybe in the future, you know, when you're like, why why am I not resonating with this person? And then your subconscious mind will bring it up and say, oh. Maybe you should think about the DVAC and realize that they're audible when you're trying to right. play visual. And I always recommend, as always, to try it on, meaning practice, 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 practice. Yeah. And like that's what I would do after every sales meeting I ever had. I would sit in my car and I can remember it so vividly. Every parking lot I lived in, every apartment I lived in, so vivid. I would sit in the parking lot and I would... I would learn, you know, first I'd learn it and then I'd do it and then I'd review it, learn, do a review. And I would go through the process and, and really ask myself, like, did I match that person? Did I mirror that person? What could I have done better? Where did I, where did I disconnect? And I wanted to practice it so much that I booked more meetings, Mm. (laughs) which is the majority of our businesses. We need to do more meetings, you know? So I truly believe the more that you practice this with intention, the better you're going to get at it. What's the great saying everyone knows? Repetition is the mother of all skill. That's right. 10,000 hours, like the reps. And that's just really, um, when you have though the knowledge and then you're able to apply it, and then fine tune it. Oh, game, game over. It's so good you share. Yeah. Because you're the you're the example of a lot of what your listeners want to be like in their own ways to see the growth that you've mm-hmm. done to understand what it takes. So how do you practice this? You know, you practice this by asking, and you could even write this down on note cards, mm-hmm. right? I'm sure you've had this mm-hmm. a lot in your business, but write down the questions you would ask, right? Because once you get these questions programmed, you're gonna yeah. be natural. But ask the questions, be like, you know, um, ask why, why do you want this house? Just 
Remember yeah. always write so that good. down. And then listen, are they saying they want to see it? They want to hear something. They want to be very touchy on it. Mm-hmm. They need to see analytics. And then once you catch that, be like in the back of your head while you're listening, you should be like, yeah. oh, they're a visual person. And then play off of that. What do you want to see out of this? Mm. You know, how does your body look in 90 days? Tell me about that. You know, what have you seen that you absolutely don't want to be like? Right. Who is that? Like, give me some examples. Show me some photos. Now you're speaking their language. So, so good. Yeah. yeah. Mastering influence. Like this is, this is it. This is, I mean, it's what so many people are looking for. And I know like you've got a million more nuggets, principles, <laughs> so much activities, all the things. Is there a place where people can learn more about this or? Uh, there is a place now. There okay. What's place. going on? Um, October 22nd, there's something special that's happening for not just the people in the audience, but also myself personally, because this is going to be something that turned from uh, just a vision and idea into a reality. And I just got to say this right now, you know, people can listen to us, look at us and think, and I'm just, I'm just sharing this. They could think, oh, they got it all good. Like they just, whatever they want, it happens and all these things and it's just, everything's their way. And yeah. I'll tell you this right now, that's not the truth. We all have our own fears. I have my own nervousness. I got butterflies before this. Like we still get butterflies. But this thing that's happening on October 22nd has been a dream for a long, long time. And it got planted in the moment that when I saw now my greatest mentor, Tony Robbins, and what he can do with impact, I was like, I want to do that. I want to make that happen. But the truth is that I try to keep pushing it off. Let's do it next year. Let's do it around this time. But we made a decision to make the first live immersive experience here in Santa Monica. And I'm leading it. I'm going to be teaching the entire human blueprint to influence, Mm -hmm. the whole blueprint to human influence. And it's definitely not what you've probably seen before. Right. You say immersive. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa, like, what is this? So if you're looking to have multiple speakers sharing their 30-minute keynotes, get rah-rah, good motivation, see some big names out there. This is not your event. You know, you, this is not what it is. If you're looking to come in, sit for a few hours, and then go network and, you know, maybe take a couple notes, but really it's just to kind of just be there. This is not your event. If you want actual, like, real breakthrough change mm. and actually have the entire structure, I went through, like, basically one little section multiple sections of this entire blueprint to human influence. If you want to learn the entire blueprint and you're going to be able to apply that into your life. Now, this is not just for sales right. or leadership. Everything I just taught just makes you a better human. Oh, for sure. You're going to be better. I've had people when I, when I train them in their teams and their companies, I was like, what's your biggest takeaway? And I had this one mom, she raised her hand on this one woman. I found out that she was a mom and she's like, my biggest takeaway is that I know how to better connect with my kids now. Yeah, so good. I understand what's actually motivating them. So this is not just for sales or leadership. Mm. This is for you to become a better human. So I've taken all of this and compressed it into an entire immersive day. It's called the Optimizing Influence Workshop. And uh, I, I knew I couldn't do it alone. Even though we're not going to have a bunch of speakers, I knew I couldn't do it alone. And so I actually called up this, this one friend of mine. I actually <laughs> called up. She was like right next to me. And I was just like giving her this vision and this talk. I want to do this and I want to do that. And she was like, well, you know, I have this thing called the It Factor I train on. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I know you do. And I was like, do you want to be part of this? And she was like, absolutely. And that amazing human, that amazing mm-hmm. woman is you. And uh, 
I want you to just share on like, you know, you're going to come in and share about the it factor. Yeah. Talk on that. Oh, absolutely. And first of all, I'm honored to join you in this total immersive event. And, you know, and I think of optimizing, you know, influence and, and, and just, just even being a human, mm -hmm. right. It, there's so much of it has to do with your personal beliefs on who you are yes. and owning and cultivating your it factor in a, in a society where everyone is comparing themselves, yeah. whether you're in a profession where you're comparing yourselves to other people in the profession, that's only human nature. But what I love to do is extract what makes you unique and help you really like own that yeah. and step into that. And you could use that obviously in your day-to-day -day life, but in building brands and even, you know, that is how you become more influential. Yes. It is because when you step into who you truly are and you own that and you own your it factor, I mean, you become an attraction magnet for yeah. greatness. And so I'm going to be delivering a whole speech on that. Not just a keynote though, yeah. like an interactive experience. You're going yeah. to be speaking, I think for almost two hours. Yeah. But people, oh, we're going to, we're going to jam. Gonna we jam. are going to jam. So how can people get tickets? Like yeah. we're going to sell out. It's very, this is seating. our first of dual, you know, event. And it's, if you're excited for that, just, I mean, and I will add in, we've got one of the best DJs in the United States coming in. I mean, he is on another level, DJ Schematics will be here Shout as well. DJ Schematics. Many sponsors. So yeah. how can people come? So it's going to be at optimizinginfluence.com. Okay. That's where you're going to be able to get the tickets. It is really actually limited in the seating. It's yeah. around 250 max. So, and we're already about almost halfway filled up. We haven't really marketed yet because of our partnerships of people who they're bringing in. So seriously, once you hear this, go to optimizinginfluence.com, literally get your seat. I will tell you this right now. If you want to get the 10 steps to sales mastery and understand the entire mm. process, if you want to understand how you can better connect with humans and, and the psychology of it, all these things, but even more, but it's, it's not where we're just going to throw a bunch of stuff and hope you remember it. We're integrating it, engaging. You're going to be connecting with people that are probably going to be lifelong friends with you. Networking. You're going to network. Yeah. You have a VIP after party. I'll yeah. tell you this right now. This is going to be exciting. The music, the lighting, the experience. It's in a beautiful hotel, luxury hotel. Awesome. The is amazing. Oh. So go to optimizinginfluence.com and uh, obviously you'd see you and I there. Yeah. So if you if you do get your ticket, you know, shoot us a message or whatnot and we'd Absolutely. love to like, see you. Well, Jake, this has been amazing. This is just the start. Just the start. I know we, I wanted, I'm like, oh my gosh, like so many people constantly asking about influence. So I wanted to bring you in here. We'll get you on for a deeper dive. There's so many things that you can discuss and add value, but thank you for being here and being in my yeah. life. And thank you. And I yeah. let me just acknowledge you real quick. I know you're normally the one that acknowledges people. To be right over your shoulder as you are doing these shows, to see the messages you get from people, I don't think you really understand the impact and influence you've created onto other humans. And I just got to really acknowledge you because I get this special view that most don't. And I see the messages you get and the mm -hmm. impact and the way you change lives and the way that the kids are now listening to your episode. And, and it's because you've learned and mastered, whether you fully knew it or not, this blueprint mm -hmm. and you learned it naturally. 
So just imagine just right now that if you were able to refine those skills, but for someone listening that if you were actually to learn how she did this in a condensed way and be well-intentioned with it, imagine the amount of impact that you can create. And I just got to say that you're just such a prime example. Thank you. I'm so excited to do life with you. And, Thank uh, you. It's going to be, I'm going to have major butterflies on that stage when I see you in the front row watching and uh, vice versa. Yeah, let's so, go. Let's make it happen. Uh, so, where can people find you? Um, on, you know, with you. On Instagram. <laughs> well, yeah. Uh, uh, <laughs> at jcavron. Or at jcavron for Instagram. And then jcavron.com. H-A-V-R-O-N. Awesome. Yay. Yeah, so excited. Thank, Thank you. For you. Yay.